1160 WYLL Chicago. Welcome to the Solution Radio Show with Greg Backus. Our world is full of incomplete solutions, leaving people searching for more. God's only solution for all mankind, for all time, is Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Grow in relationship with God, your Heavenly Father, because your purpose is far greater than the day-to-day circumstances of life. Let's join Greg for the Solution Radio Show as he shares from God's Word with us today. Day to day life for all of us can at times be quite challenging. You know, at the end of the month, there may be more bills than there is money. Or maybe we don't feel physically the very best and the doctor just gave us a bad report. Or there could be strife in a relationship that we're involved in. All these are very real situations that take place in people's lives whether they're Christian or non-Christian. I have to deal with some of those circumstances, and I'm sure you do as well. Just because we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior does not mean that we will have a life free of negative circumstance. Remember, Jesus Christ stated in the Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 33, he said, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world... You shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The tribulation here mentioned in John can include physical persecution, but it also includes mental anguish and just the pressures of everyday life. In the world, there's going to be negative circumstances, but Jesus Christ tells us here to be of good cheer or to be of good courage. In other words, be confident in me, for I have overcome the world. How are we to be of good courage when the pressures of life hit, which they do? What are we to do? Well, if you've got your Bible handy and want to read along, let's take a look at the book of Hebrews chapter 12, and we'll start here in verse 1, and we'll read a couple verses here in this chapter. Uh, In this verse 1, we're going to see a tremendous truth regarding how we are to be strong and of a good courage. It says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Who are the great cloud of witnesses that are spoken of here in this verse? The great cloud of witnesses are those that are listed in Hebrews chapter 11, including Abraham, Isaac, Noah, Moses, Gideon, David, Samuel, and many others. And it's their example of believing God. That is their great witness. They believed God and they were confident in God during some very trying circumstances. But not only that, they were confident in God's promise of sending a Savior, the Messiah. And then continuing in verse 1, it says to lay aside every weight and the sin which appears as if it is going to prevail in our life. This weight, we're to lay it aside. This weight are the hindrances of life that try to keep us from living with and for God. You know, sometimes the encompassing circumstances of temptation and sin, they appear as if they have every advantage of prevailing over us. And it says we are to run with patience this life of living with and for God. How are we going to be more than a conqueror 
a super conqueror, as it says in Romans chapter 8, when we're surrounded by evil, temptation, sin, and the circumstances of life that appear as if they will prevail. Well, there's only one way to do that. And the next verse here in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, gives us that answer. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is today set down at the right hand of the throne of God. There it is. That's it. Looking unto Jesus. And this looking means to look away from one thing and to look to another with undivided attention. Laser focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. We look away from the circumstance to the accomplished work of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the beginner. He is the completer of faith, the right way of believing. You know, Jesus Christ believed his Father completely to the end that he accomplished redemption for you and for all mankind. He did a perfect work, and he is our example that we are to look to and follow. It says there, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is now seated at God's right hand. When Jesus Christ was dying on the cross, giving his life, his heavenly Father set great joy before him. What was that joy? The Father intimately revealed to his Son the coming glory at his resurrection and some of what would take place throughout all eternity. I believe his Father revealed to him you and what his life meant to you and to those who would believe on him. You know, we've been purchased. We have been purchased by the shedding of the perfect, sinless blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. We receive eternal life by believing that God raised him from the dead and confessing Jesus as Lord. Let's continue here in Hebrews uh, verse 12. Let's read verse 3. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your mind. You have not yet resisted, verse 4, unto blood, striving against sin. You know, what a contradiction. Jesus Christ was dying for those that were putting him to death. We do not have to be weary and exhausted in our minds, no matter what the pressures of life, because we can look at Jesus Christ. He endured the most excruciating pain and suffering ever afforded any human being. He looked to the joy that his Father had set before him. You too have tremendous joy set before you. Our joy is found in the Scriptures, the promise of Christ's return. At the moment of his return, what an awesome change in the circumstances of life. That's our hope. That's our great hope. He could come back today, might not be for another hundred years, might not be for a thousand years, but he is coming back. And our joy is also found in our relationship with our Heavenly Father. He will talk to you. He will work within you to will and to do of His good pleasure. He will give you peace that will pass all understanding, no matter what the circumstance. And if needed, to help you in your ministry and your walk with Him, He can give you specific revelation regarding your future glory in Christ, seated at His right hand. You know, there's just no other way to live. As a child of God, as a Christian, we've already won the war. It's the skirmishes and the day-to-day life 
that at times seem overwhelming. And when that happens, we turn our focus to the Lord Jesus Christ and to all that he has accomplished for us and the pressures of this earthly life begin to fade to insignificance. Now let's take a look at Romans chapter 8. And if you're just tuning in, uh, you're on WYLL and we're listening to The Solution Radio Show. And you can always visit our website, thesolutionradioshow.com as well, to listen to uh, previous podcasts as well as this one. It will be posted there also. So let's continue here in Romans uh, chapter 8, verses uh, 29 is where we'll start. It says, For whom he, God, did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he, his Son, Jesus Christ, might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, and that's you, them he also called, and whom he called, them he also justified, and whom he justified, them he also glorified. How is God able to predestinate? Because of his foreknowledge. It said that in verse 28. For whom he did foreknow. God knows who's going to believe his word. He knows who's going to believe on his solution to the dilemma that mankind finds itself in. That solution being the Lord Jesus Christ. He knows the end before the beginning. Well, let's continue here in verse 31. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who could possibly be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? God is not withholding his goodness from you. He freely gives us all things. Verse 33 in Romans chapter 8, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It's God who justified. Who is he that condemns? Shall Christ that died? Yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us? Tremendous truth there. There is no condemnation from God or from his son Jesus Christ. We've been justified because of his accomplished work. Who shall separate us from the love of God? Shall tribulation, the pressures of life, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, as it is written for thy sake? We are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. You know, it sometimes appears that way. But verse 37, no, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Verse 38, for I am persuaded, I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You're God's child. Nothing can separate you from his love. Look to him, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim. You find your calling in Christ. We must look at the circumstances of this life through the filter of the truth of God's word. When we do that, we recognize that we are more than conquerors and that we can faithfully trust our Heavenly Father to supply all that we might need in this life. I encourage you to visit thesolutionradioshow.com for podcasts of previous shows, interviews, and encouragement. Coming up after this short time out, we will visit with ordained minister Dr. Sadie Mitchell, who is the author of Miracles 
On Demand. This is The Solution Radio Show with Greg Backus, exploring God's solution for all mankind, for all time, Jesus Christ. Our guest today is Dr. Sadie Mitchell. Sadie is the number one best-selling author of Miracles on Demand. She has taught thousands of individuals how to build a spiritually strong relationship with God and live extraordinary lives filled with blessings. Dr. Mitchell believes today is an opportune time for her message of miracles and deliverance to help people in need of divine intervention so that they can enjoy peace and safety. Dr. Mitchell is an ordained Christian minister and a registered nurse with a Ph.D. specializing in geriatrics. She lives near Philadelphia with her husband and her daughter. I'd like to welcome Dr. Sadie Mitchell to the Solution Radio Show. Welcome. Good afternoon, Greg. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for allowing me to speak to your listeners today. Oh, it's a wonderful blessing to have you with us on the program. And I read your book, Miracles on Demand. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Can you tell us what inspired you to write this book? Well, Greg, I've spent, like you read there, I've spent a lot of time teaching people about the Word of God, and I'm always sharing stories because I see that people love hearing stories and they like telling their stories. So I decided that since I spend so much time doing this and just looking at the times and seeing people needing something to make them happy, mm-hmm. I decided to write this book and share it with the world. Okay, well, what's your definition of a miracle? Well, you know, I've spent a lot of time thinking about that, and I think most of us have grown up thinking that a miracle is something that happens instantaneously, and it's this MGM-type incident. But over the years and spending time with people and helping them see God's deliverance, I've learned that a miracle is really simple. It's something great that happened to you, a positive outcome that you got, and you really couldn't accomplish it on your own without God's help. So I say anything where you got divine intervention from God, that's a miracle. <laughs> that's great. And and really, that almost ties into any answered prayer in one respect, where we've so-called reached the end of our rope, and we've got to look to God and say, Father, help us. Absolutely. And we do that all the time. And also, people have miracles happen where they don't even ask for them. Mm-hmm. You know, just because God is so gracious, they get to the end of the rope sometimes, and oftentimes God's just there through His grace and mercy to give us the outcome we need. And I want people to know that those types of things are available, and God's willing to do that for them. So they can give Him some credit, and that. Makes them happen even more. Right, right. Now, in your book, you give many different stories related where people saw miracles and answers to prayer, not only in your own life, but other individuals you've come in contact with uh, throughout your life. Uh, What specifically would you really want people to know about miracles? I want people to know that, number one, miracles are for them that God really is a God of miracles, and that nothing is impossible with Him. Mm -hmm. I want people to know, number two, that they shouldn't give up on their dreams, their hopes, 
are just some outcomes that they know they need in their lives because God can and will answer prayers and he will intervene in situations so that we can have the best life. Mm-hmm. And third, I want people to know that you don't have to be, quote, a good person doing everything perfectly and not making mistakes as many times people have that mythical kind of imagination about who God is. I want them to know that God will help them. He wants to. He's a tender, loving God, and he wants to help everyone. That is some tremendous truth, especially that third point. You don't have to be good to receive from God. (laughs) I know, Greg. So many of us have just grown up with that religious notion, and it's been propounded. It's not Mm -hmm. any one individual's fault. We've been taught that, either specifically taught it, are just in watching and listening to people and living life. And really, the Bible doesn't bear that out. Yeah. The Bible is what I use as the truth of what's available, and it doesn't say that in the Word. In fact, it says just the opposite, that we can't boast of our works. Mm-hmm. But that's not how we get God's favor. Wow, that's a tremendous truth, a great learning there for sure. Now, you know, there's a lot of people out there talking about healing and miracles, and there's other books out there about healing and miracles. What's uh, unique about your book? I was inspired to write this, and I feel that one of the most tremendous reasons that God wants this book written and what I did differently is I actually structured the book so that it can attract people who think that they don't understand the Bible. Mm Mm-hmm. I might even go as far as to say people who think that they don't like the Bible. My book is structured so that the stories really attract people. We as human beings love stories, and so there are some great ones in there. But in addition to stories from contemporaries, like the person I met in the grocery store or the man who was my friend, there are also stories specifically chosen from the Bible with similar results, similar situations, so that people can look and see that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's wonderful. And the name of the book we're talking about here on the Solution Radio Show today is Miracles on Demand with the author, Dr. Sadie Mitchell, and the subtitle, Transform Your Ordinary Struggles into Extraordinary Blessings with God's Help. Now, In that title, Miracles on Demand, um, can you define for us that, or do you really believe that miracles can happen on demand? What do you mean by that? (laughs) Yeah, that's one of those ones that I've gotten quite a few people talking to to me about. I've gotten in some great conversations. Really, when the word demand is used there, the connotation is that We can ask for it and expect for it to happen. Again, many of us believers have the notion that God is a big, mean, fierce God, and we have to beg in order to get his favor. We don't need to beg. We can approach his throne. The Word of God says we can approach him boldly. And so that's what I mean by that. Mm -hmm. You can approach God boldly, and absolutely it says in the Word of God that as we believe, we receive. 
So you can expect, you can demand it. It's up to you to decide, I know I want this. I know that God can give it to me. I'm going to lock my mind in and go to him boldly and demand it. That's really good because the word of God is the will of God and the word always shows us what's available. So uh, what you're saying there is you pray what the word says and you thank the father for that and you have the authority to use the name of Jesus Christ. And in that sense, we're demanding it to come to pass. Absolutely. And you know what? The time has come for Christians to stand up boldly <laughs> right. and be bold about their God and bold in going to their Father and asking for what they need and believing that He will give it to them and that they can also show other people how to love the same God and have their miracles happen as well. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Now, we've only got a little less than two minutes left. Can you just briefly tell me a little bit about Gary? Uh, you mentioned him in the book. He was healed of four different types of cancer. Do you think that that can just happen for anybody that can have those kind of results? Yes. And you know what? I love Gary. I've known him for a very long time. He had uh, prostate cancer, bone cancer, I can't even remember the other two now, but the doctors really did not expect for Gary to be healed. But he goes through in the book and tells in very practical ways how he used the Word of God, how he thought what the Word of God says, how he behaved in certain ways that he showed he was not going to uh, disbelieve what the Word of God said. Mm. So the steps are there, and Gary stuck to the Word of God, even when the doctors were saying, well, this is impossible, and they had him come back because there were other tests that needed to be done, and it was a big ordeal for Gary. But he, each and every time, stuck to his believing that God would heal him. And in the end, those doctors got to see a tremendous miracle. That's wonderful. Um, now, if our listeners would like to get a hold of you to order the book or reach you to have you speak at their church or Bible study group, what's the best way to get a hold of you, website and or email? I would love that. My website is thehappyhealthychristian.com. That's www.thehappyhealthychristian.com. You can reach me there. Or to get my book, you can go to Amazon.com. Okay, excellent. I'll put those links up on our website, and uh, that way our listeners will be able to get a hold to you if they uh, desire to order your book, which would be great. I encourage them to do so. Thank you, Dr. Sadie Mitchell, so much for joining us today. It's been a tremendous blessing having you on our program. Thank you for the privilege. And I'd like to thank you, the listeners, for joining us today on The Solution Radio Show. Be sure to visit thesolutionradioshow.com. The Solution Radio Show is listener-supported. Donations are accepted on our website. If you make a donation in any amount, I will send you a copy of the two booklets, The Solution and You Are Righteous Now. God bless you. Have a great day. The Solution Radio Show archives are available at thesolutionradioshow.com along with resources to encourage and help you in your walk with God. The Solution Radio Show is supported by listeners like you. Make a donation today to join in sustaining God's work at thesolutionradioshow.com.
You've been listening to The Solution Radio Show with Greg Backus, and we thank you for joining us today. God bless you. You are God's very best.